Hello, hello, friends. So I'm just going to be real, real. Today's podcast is a little different topic than SEO. I'm going to talk about faithfulness as a Christian entrepreneur. I don't even know what I'm going to call this podcast yet, but it has been super, super heavy on my heart to record this. And I was honestly sat down to work today and I was like, I'm going to do this, 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 and this and do these other things first. And I just felt really strongly that this was the first thing that I was supposed to do. So I said, all right, Lord. And I set those other couple things aside and wanted to do this first. So in this episode, I'm going to walk you through, we're just going to have a conversation about what faithfulness as a Christian entrepreneur looks like. And I'm going to read you some scriptures that you've probably heard before, but I have really some new, deeper revelation on this scripture that I just got in like the past few days that I'm excited to share with y'all. And then I'm going to give you four just really practical mindset shifts really about being faithful and how to be faithful with what's in your hand and in your business. So be prepared to take notes, bust out the Bible if you've got your Bible handy, and we're just going to dig in to what faithfulness really means as a Christian entrepreneur. Hey there, fellow entrepreneur. Welcome to Simple SEO and Marketing with me, Faith Hannon. Do you want to grow your business with organic marketing and finally feel like you can understand SEO? Are you scouring the internet for how to get more website traffic, SEO for dummies, and how to market on Pinterest? Have you tried to grow your business with SEO and blogging only to get frustrated and quit because it's overwhelming and too time consuming? Been there. (laughs) Hey, I'm Faith Hannon, Jesus lover, copywriter, blogger, wife, wrangler of tiny humans, and barrel racer. And let me tell you, I didn't have time to waste sorting through SEO and keyword strategies that either didn't work or were so over my head I couldn't understand them. I honestly thought that SEO and blogging only worked for people with a PhD in tech jargon and a whole team of employees. Until I learned these secrets, good SEO strategies don't have to be complicated and creating and marketing great content doesn't have to take more than a couple hours a week So pop in those earbuds, slam some coffee, and let's grow your business with simple organic marketing and a healthy dose of biblical encouragement along the way. So faithfulness is something that we talk about a lot in my house. Um, And just for reference, I have a five-year-old and a three-year-old. And one of the conversations that kind of, you know, is, is ongoing about being faithful with our gifts and being faithful with the things that we have, being faithful to take care of the things that we have, being faithful to be obedient, like faithfulness and obedience really are a huge topic of conversation in our house, like every day, all day, (laughs) not really, but sometimes it feels like that. And you mamas of littles understand. However, one of the things that I want to dive into today is what does faithfulness really, really mean? Okay, because I think it's pretty easy for us to get um, caught up in like, oh my gosh, like I didn't do this one thing every single day, I'm not being faithful, or I didn't see this X, Y, and Z result that somebody else saw with the same product or the same gift, I'm not being faithful. And I want to challenge that a little bit. Okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to bust out my Bible, bust out the Bible, my fatty NLT. And we're going to start in Matthew chapter 25, which is probably something that you have read or heard before, but I'm going to read it anyway. And I want you to just 
open up your ears and Lord, I just ask that you would give us divine wisdom and insight and revelation, Lord, that you would bore out our ears to hear God, that we would hear with your heart, what you would have us to hear today, and that you would just give us your heart to be faithful with everything that's in our hand, including our businesses. Amen. All right. Matthew 25 chapter, Matthew chapter 25, verse 14. And Jesus is talking and he says, this is the parable of the three servants. And he says, again, the kingdom of heaven can be illustrated by the story of a man going on a long trip. He trust, he called together his servants and entrusted his money to them. While he was gone, he gave five bags of silver to one, two bags of silver to the other, and one bag of silver to the last, dividing it in proportion to their abilities. He then left on his trip. The servant who received the five bags of silver began to invest the money and earned five more. The servant with two bags of silver also went to work and earned two more. But the servant who received the one bag of silver dug a hole in the ground and hid the master's money. After a long time, their master returned from his trip and called them to give account of how they had used his money. The servant of whom he had entrusted the five bags of silver came forward with five more and said, Master, you gave me five bags of silver to invest, and I have earned five more. The master was full of praise. Well done, my good and faithful servant. You have been faithful in handling the small amount, so now I will give you many more responsibilities. Let's celebrate together. The servant who had received the two bags of silver came forward and said, Master, you have given me two bags of silver to invest, and I have earned two more. The master said, Well done, my good and faithful servant. You have been faithful in handling this small amount, so now I will give you many more responsibilities. Let's celebrate together. Then the servant with the one bag of silver came and said, Master, I knew you were a harsh man, harvesting crops you didn't plant and gathering crops you didn't cultivate. I was afraid I would lose your money. So I hid it in the earth. Look, here's your money back. But the master replied, you wicked and lazy servant. If you knew I harvested crops I didn't plant and gathered crops I, I didn't cultivate, why didn't you deposit my money in the bank? At least I could have gotten some interest on it. Then he ordered, take the money from this servant and give it to the one with the 10 bags of silver. To those who use well what they are given, even more will be given and they will have an abundance. But from those who do nothing, even with even what little they have will be taken away. Now throw this useless servant into the outer darkness. Now, I don't know about y'all, but that is a parable that I have read a lot and heard a lot about. There's just so, there's so much richness and so much depth in that. I mean, you could, you could go into how the, the servant that got, went from five to 10 had the same reward as a servant that went from two to four, right? They both heard, well done, my good and faithful servant, enter now into the joy of my salvation, is I think what the King James says. But they both got the same reward, right? Reward. They both were pleasing to their master, okay? And then the servant who did nothing was not pleasing to his master and cast into outer darkness. But what I want to talk about real just candidly here is I think a lot of us have been at this place where we're like, I don't know what to do with what I have. So we do nothing just like the wicked and lazy servant, right? Everybody's probably been there at some point. I think what's so easy to miss in our, you know, either our hustle culture or just like we need to know what things we need to check off our list is that we can easily relegate faithfulness to 
just doing the things, right? I showed up, I did the thing, I was faithful. I came to work, I punched in, I punched out, I was faithful. When really, faithfulness is so much deeper than that. Faithfulness is multiplication. And when you think about it, so much of the principles in the kingdom of God revolve around multiplication, right? Like the command to Adam and Eve was to go forth and multiply and to fill the earth and multiply and subdue it, right? Multiplication. When we look at the disciples, right? Jesus went from one to 12 to the 70, and then he told them all, hey, go make disciples of all men. It's multiplication. And now when we read this parable, and then when we look at, you know, just the the kingdom principles of you should not be able to keep the good news to yourself. You should want to go tell somebody and raise up disciples. We see this definition of faithfulness really being multiplication, right? And the beauty of it all, which is just so you know humbling to me, is that these things that we are given to multiply they are gifts. And I think that that is one of the main things that made a difference in the two faithful servants versus the wicked servant is this, the faithful servants saw these bags of money. They saw them as gifts. They, they saw, they fully realized that this was the masters to begin with. It was going to be the masters when they were done. And their job was just to do the very best that they could and multiply that for the master's glory. And obviously, obviously we know that the big in the big picture, right? Jesus is our master and we've been given these gifts to multiply for his glory. And when we look at James chapter one, which is... Titus believe in Hebrews James. You like my song? <laughs> Literally did not learn that song until I was in Bible college. It's kind of funny. Anyway, but when we look at James chapter one, verse 17, it says, whatever is good and perfect comes down to us from God, our father who created all the lights in the heavens. He never changes or casts a shifting shadow. He chose to give birth. To, he chose to give birth to us by giving us his true word and we out of all creation became his prized possession so that's 17 and 18 you got a bonus verse but we have these good gifts y'all we have been given these good gifts whatever your gifts are you have been given those to multiply and to multiply for the kingdom of god So I don't know what your gifts are. They are, I'm sure, between all of the listeners of this podcast, they are vast and varied and beautiful, a beautiful array of God-given gifts. And how amazing is that? But he has given you whatever your gifts are to multiply, to reach people for the kingdom of God, and to be a blessing to them and the kingdom and you, right? These servants were blessed by being faithful right? And the people that they are called to serve, you are called to serve, they're going to be blessed, right? And the kingdom of God is advancing, which is the most important thing. So I just want to talk about just four, four just mindset shifts about, about faithfulness and meaning multiplication and, and just kind of reshaping our mindset there about faithfulness. And the first one that I want to talk about 
because I know for me, it can be really overwhelming to be like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I, I showed a plate. I'm not being faithful. I did all this. I'm not where, what I didn't do it. Perfect. I'm not being faithful. And obviously there are things that we all need to improve on, right? Like I'm at the front of the line, raising my hand over here, but I truly believe that one of the main principles of faithfulness is doing the very best you can with what's in your hand. And we see that when Jesus was feeding the multitudes and the little boy came forward with five loaves of bread and two fish and Jesus took what was in his hand and he multiplied it and he made it more than enough, right? God's not asking you to do something with something that you don't have. He's asking you to be faithful with what you do have. In the parable of the three ser- of the three servants, God didn't ask them to steward 50 bags of silver. He asked them to steward what was in their hand, okay? God is asking us to be faithful with what is in our hand, okay? And the next next principle I want to talk about is that I truly believe that obedience is always tied to faithfulness. You cannot convince me that somebody can be faithful with their gifts while being disobedient to their creator, right? Like God has given you a specific set of gifts. He has good things. Ephesians 2 talks about good works prepared in advance for you to do. So you better be doing it. Ephesians 2 says in the message, (laughs) I love that. But you cannot fully You cannot fully walk out the things that God has for you to do if you are not surrendered to him and obedient to what he has called you to do. So side note, last night, my husband preached a really great message on obedience from like the heart of a joyful heart of obedience. He preached that. And as soon as that podcast is live, I will link it because it's good. And he covers the topic very very well. And I'm like, let let you listen to that instead of me, like trying to give you the synopsis in 35 seconds, but obedience, I truly believe is always tied to faithfulness. And then I want to talk a little bit about willingness, about your attitude with obedience, right? So in Isaiah chapter one, verse 19, it says, if you are willing and obedient, you will eat the good things of the land. Right. And I think it's very, it's very easy for us to fall into one or the other of those categories, right? Like we're willing. Yeah. I want to do the right things. I want to honor God. I want to do blah, 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 blah. But then we don't actually go do it. Right. Or we go do the things, but we have a poop attitude about it. And God says, if you are willing and obedient, you will eat the good things of the land. We need to have a good attitude and be obedient. (laughs) And I think, you know, when we really have the mindset of like, everything I have is God's Everything I've been given from God is a good and perfect gift coming down from the father of lights who does not change and has no shifting shadow. It's a good gift that God has given me to use and he's going to help me use it. He's going to help me steward the gift and help me do the things that he has called me to do. Like in Philippians chapter three, I think it is. It says he's given us the energy to do the things that he has called us to do. Um, I'll have to look that one up exactly and pop it in the show notes for you. But you're not on your own in doing the things, but we do need to be willing and obedient. And then the last thing I want to touch on is just a really cool, um, just a really cool story from this past week in my business. So I'm not going to go into a ton of detail right now, but I had a coaching call with 
a client and she was a repeat client. Um, I love working with her. She's just got such a heart to serve. And in that, at the end of that call, she said, you know, Faith, you just, I just have to tell you, you've been such a help to me in my business. But not only that, like you, when I first started doing this, I just felt really dumb for even wanting to do this. And you've been able to help me and encourage me and, you know, help me do this thing that God has called me to do. And she went into more and I'm not going to share all of that because it was just, you know, it was a, it was a private conversation between she and I, but I'm not saying this to toot my own horn. I'm not, but I'm just saying like only God, only God could take something as off the wall as SEO and use it to bless people for his kingdom and use it to encourage somebody to step fully into her calling and do the thing that God is calling her to do boldly. Only God could take something as ridiculous as SEO and marketing and use it to bring glory to his name, to bring people into his kingdom and to encourage Christians to chase after the things, to chase after God and the things that he has for them. So what I'm trying to say is you may think that this gift that you have is just really superfluous or ridiculous or how in the cotton pick and heck could God use this? But y'all, we serve a God that is creative and he is a God of more than enough. And when we truly lay down everything we have and everything we are in full and complete surrender to God and say, everything I have is yours, then he can take it and make something so beautiful and so beyond anything we could ever even dream up by this using this gift that he's given us when we partner with him and move forward in faithfulness with the heart of a servant. So I'm going to pray over y'all and then just peace out. But I want to pray over you before I let you go today. So Lord, I ask that you would give us, Lord, give us your heart Lord, give us your spirit of wisdom and revelation. Father, I ask that you would help us to just remember that everything that we have and everything that we are is a gift from you and that you are a good, good, good father. Lord, help us to have your heart for the kingdom and help us to have your heart for people. Lord, help us to have your heart for the people that you have given us to love and serve. Lord, help us to have your heart for those who are lost. And Lord, help us to step fully into and boldly into the things that you have called us to do. Because Lord, like I just read with my kids the other day, Though the wicked flee when no one pursues, the righteous are as bold as a lion. And Lord, I ask that you would help us to be bold in walking out the gifts and the talents that you've given us and using those in the marketplace and give us your vision and your wisdom and your strategies for multiplication. Lord, we love you so, so much. And we desire to honor you with everything that we have in every minute of every day, Lord, because you are worthy. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. All right, y'all, I'll talk to you on the next episode. And I just am so thankful that you're here. Um, Have a great rest of your day.
Thank you so much for listening in today. Hopefully this episode gave you some really tangible tips for better SEO and marketing to get more leads and more sales from your website. If it did, can I ask you a quick favor? Would you please share this episode with a friend and then just take 10 seconds and go leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. That is the very best way to help more Jesus-loving entrepreneurs scale their businesses so that they can help more people with their gifts and make an even bigger impact for the kingdom of God. And guess what? We now have a Facebook community where we can learn, hang out, and laugh. Go join the Facebook group now. It's linked in the show notes. And all the other things, courses, coaching, and copywriting can be found at my website, faithhannon.com. Until next time, God bless, and I'll talk to you soon.